on with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Nothing's the matter with me. I'm actually in a really good mood. <laughs> we started today off right, at least this episode. We started this one off right. I won't go into details, but I'm a very happy boy, people. How are you? That's the question. I'm fucking miserable. Can we just move on? <laughs> we made it to Friday. Are you happy? We, we made yeah. it. Wonderful. I have never not kept this promise, people. We have made it to every single Friday that I promise you we're going to make it to. Some of you may not be so lucky, but you're not listening right now. You're, uh, you know, somewhere else in a better place, hopefully. You got mad what? at me for saying that once. You got mad at me for saying that once, didn't you? I was like, oh, we're going to make it. And then I said, well, what about the people that don't make it? What about the ones that die before Friday hits? That's that's a horrible thought. How are we starting up. the episode talking about people that have died? Well, I'm in a good mood, even though I have to work today because it is Friday and, you know, that bullshit goes. I'm uh, I'm happy. We had a couple of good productive days off. Just kind of relax and didn't do Do you still have your much. baby nips? I still have them. I try to get rid of them. Listen, you try to take advantage of me is what you try to do. <laughs> he knew I was nice and lit up the other night after talking about uh, putting out her show on Wednesday. And holy crap, you kept trying to get me to freeze my nips the whole night so you could flick them off and it just wasn't happening. If it was alcohol, if, if, I, if I was still drinking that damn devil's water, that you might have gotten so me. Funny, though. You might have gotten me, but none of my edibles ain't gonna I, I give you a Dr. McStuffins Band-Aid. Oh, You'd be fine. So I could be tough. So I could be New York tough. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. I, I kept trying, tough. though. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I can't believe it. It's another week down in the can. We're already done with January. Can we yeah, just already say we're in I February? S- I thought that today. Yeah. I have to start getting... My February national holidays. Mm, it sucks. I feel like I'm going through these these dates super quick. I, I can't believe how damn quick these days are just going. And I said it, it seems like just yesterday. I know it feels like it. I, I know it does. And we say this a lot to the point where people probably vomit in their mouths whenever they start hearing me you know, going through this whole thing. But it does. It feels like yesterday we just said, oh, look, it's 2022. Here's January, you know. It feels just like it. How we were talking about um, our income taxes uh, just just right before Christmas. We're like, oh, I can't wait till income tax comes. All I've got to look forward to now after spending all this money on, on on gifts because you're supposed to. It's Christmas, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yep, don't worry. It'll be here before you know it. And before you know it, here we are. We're sitting here. It's already been filed. Everything's done. It's already February 1st now, just about. And it's, it's it really does, I mean... There's nothing we could do about it. Might as well just face the facts, right? Time's just going quick, and we just got to try to fill it with whatever we can while we can, because it is—it's moving way too quick. And I had a moment today where we're driving to the store, we're going to the grocery store because that's our, our big excursion. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, you know what, man? Like, our kids are, are X and X years old. Before you know it, one of them's going to be wanting to move out the house, and the other one's going to be thinking about things and shit. And I'm like, dude, like it's going too quick. It really is. Like we're going to have grandkids, and before you know it, we're going to be in the moment that we're thinking about right now. Like, holy crap, can you believe it was just yesterday? We're recording that freaking podcast, and the whole world was going to hell because of Joe Biden and the Democrats and all other bullshit. And it's just going to feel like it was just yesterday. That's what I'm trying to get at. And it just it just seems like everything's getting so 
so far away, but so fast at the same time. It's driving me fucking insane. My edible hasn't even kicked in yet, and I'm already thinking about weird shit like this. Got about another hour before that happens, so we got to get this thing on the road. How are you feeling? I'm fine. I was on out cleaning my glasses the whole time you were going on a rant, so I'm I was good. watching you, and I was watching you do it like a freaking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. He, he's, he's off on a time rant now, so we'll, I'll just let him go for about 10 minutes. And... It's pretty bad. People are like, all right, so we got the time rant in about how fast things are going. All right, so he's going to die in about five minutes. Is that what's next? Mm-hmm. Is that what's next for me? I feel pretty good, though. We we, we did our grocery shop, and we got was a lot of stuff Was it last done. night that you kept coming to me on the couch and having me, like, hug you because you thought you were dying? Was that last night? It was one of the nights. <laughs> it seems like it's every night now. <laughs> I'm, like, just holding it already. I think this is the end. It's like, why? Because I got chest burned, God damn it! I don't know if it's a heart attack or chest burn. I don't know what the hell's happening. When you start getting older, you don't know, man. Like, these things that you take for granted when you're a kid. Like, you could walk outside half dead with, like, fucking frostbite on 980 or 10 fingers. And and you're just like, I'll be fine. But as you get older, it's like every little freaking bone tear or every little little injury that you feel. It's like, oh, my God. Is this is, is this the one? Is this what they're talking about? I'm, I'm clutching my chest in the goddamn living room watching TV. And I'm laughing. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is that? And then I let out this burp, and I'm like, oh, good. It was just gas. It was just gas. So, oh God. I wonder if anybody else is fucking as neurotic as I am when it comes to life and death. I really wonder, man. Well, we got some good stuff to get into today. We got a lot of topics, a lot of good things. The world's going crazy, just like we expected. And I do have another bold prediction for all you people out there. And I'm going to say Hillary Clinton is going to be the president by springtime. No, for fuck's The fucking president of the United States by springtime. It's, it's crazy. And just hear me out, people. And this is the reason why I want to say this, because today Joe Dickhead was talking on TV about his uh, Supreme Court nomination because they basically forced one of their guys out so 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 Joe Dipshit can put one of his people in there, you know? And how, like, Trump, had he had, like, three, I think, he got in there in Supreme Court picks. But anyway, they got this guy to retire, and, of course, the first thing they said is, who is Joe Biden going to replace him with, right? And, of course, they're fucking Democrats, so it has everything has to have a label. So what, so what does he say? The same thing that got him in trouble with the vice president. He's got to have a black woman. He's going to put a black woman in there as Supreme Court. God damn if she's, if she's credentialed or not. Who cares? As long as she fits the bill. She just, you just have to be a black woman. So there you go. So he's going to get that spot filled. And immediately, the first thing I thought was Kamala Harris. He already made her the first black vice president, right? She's not doing very well. She's just as hated as him. They want him out. So they're like, all right, so our plan to put her, you know, put him to pasture with her being a new president ain't going to work out because people don't like her either. So I'm thinking they're going to save face, they're going to get rid of her in, in an honorable way by making her the new Supreme Court justice, and she holds the tie-breaking vote to get herself in there, so I don't see her not doing it. It's a, it's a lifetime job. Vice presidents come and go. Supreme Courts are there for 50 fucking years, right? So I can see that being her new job, and guess what? Joe Dickhead's going to need a vice president who's been making the waves lately, Hillary Clinton. Move her in the vice presidency, let that sit for a couple of months. Joe Biden, finally, all of a sudden... The media is going to say, hey, this guy lost his fucking mind. Look, oh, he's as crazy as the right says he is. Look at the guy can't form a sentence. Look at all the bad shit he's done. He can't even, he can't even uh, do this right. He can't do that right. And guess what happens? They invoke the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden. They get rid of him. And here is your president going to fucking waddle her fat ass out there, Hillary Clinton. Congratulations, people. 2016 has been corrected in the eyes of the Democrats. And they're going to put that dumb bitch in there. They're going to try to get her in there for... It's going to be about 10 years now. Let's just say if this goes out the way they say and she finishes out 
the final couple of years of Joe Biden's presidency. And then she, and then let's just say she gets elected as president officially. She'll have six years and then she'll get another term if, if she actually does, and this ain't going to happen. If they can steal enough elections, she, there's a possibility she can get 10 years as a president of the United States of America, which is their fucking ultimate plan. They were so shocked when Trump let out. That's why they went so crazy now because they were like, oh, we got to get all of our shit in now. We don't have that four year window. They thought they were going to get with Hillary to implement all these crazy fucking plans that they got. So they were like crash course. It didn't go over so well. Now they got to fucking correct, pivot, do what they got to do. They're going to get her in there. Guarantee that's what's going to happen. I'm thinking by spring, you're going to see one of two things. Either she's going to be the vice president and Kamala's going to be the Supreme Court person. It's going to take a little bit longer to get rid of Biden. I'm thinking she's going to be president by spring. So there you go. Happy thoughts, people. So there you go. That fucking evil bitch is going to be in there and the world is going to get even better for all of us. Unify, right? Okay. I, I just threw all that out there, and I, I, no I know idea. I blew someone's I, I, mind out there. That's all I'm going to say. I know someone's mind. That just seems like a whole lot of crap. I, I, yeah. I have no idea. I wouldn't put it past these fucking moron people. But anyway, you, you've been doing anything the past couple of days? I know it's uh, no the weekend time. That like that's when your shows start coming back, right? No. no. You got nothing. I got nothing. You really got nothing, huh? I got no- nothing well Sunday. Sunday I'll have um, eighteen eighty three will be back, so I'm happy about that. Hmm. Other than that, no, I got nothing. All my shit is done until, I think, February 20-something. Oh, I did watch This Is Us, and what a waste of an episode. I don't know what the fuck. They know that this is the last season. Hmm. For a show that was so freaking good for four seasons, I believe it was around six. This Is Us is the one that they try to make people the, cry yeah, in, right? Every it episode, so it's like their goal good. was to make one grown woman cry. The first four seasons were amazing. Every episode, I, I, not a complaint. Yeah. Last season trash wasted with all this freaking pandemic crap mm. and and the protests and all that so whole fucking season thrown out now they're trying to wrap up the story because it's only supposed to be six seasons they've already said it this is it and it's just we wasted another episode on absolutely nothing that has to fucking do with how they end up where they at yeah. i don't get it i don't get it either i mean i i still watch the whole thing it, it was just like it, what the fuck does this have to do with how you're going to end the story? I, I don't even know. So it was just, I felt like this week was a waste. Other than that, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, I have, I've done nothing. I haven't watched anything but that, and that's it. So, yeah, that's 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 it. Schoolwork, well, that's it. I watched something really bad today on TV. Really freaking bad. Mm-hmm. Just a stupid freaking movie. And for some reason, it seems like this Apple TV is trying to learn what I watch. And what it'll do is it'll suggest movies to me based off of, and it's not just Apple TV, it's certain apps that we downloaded. Like, there's a ton of movie apps now. And I guess it builds an algorithm based off of what you like and things like that, and actresses. So I put, and basically what I watch all day in this room, when I, when I am watching TV and not, like, got the Xbox going or something, is basically, like, old fights, like, boxing matches that I'll watch on YouTube and things like that, or I'll watch, like, horror movies, just old, obscure horror movies. Mm-hmm. And there were two in a row with this one guy in it that I noticed what the connection was is why he's got this movie playing now. There was this one guy who was in it, and he was in the Goonies, and he was one of the uh, flunkies in the Goonies who was hanging out with the old lady and the baby Ruth guy. He was like the main dickhead. Oh, okay. Him. Yeah. And, and he was in something else with a small role. And he's in the movie that played after this, which is a stripper movie with uh, Liz Berkeley. I almost said Liz Hurley, but Liz Hurley's the good looking one. Was Berkeley. Yeah, I came in here and there's like titties flopping all over the yeah. freaking TV screen. I'm like, what in the hell is happening? Yeah. So there's titties on the TV now. It's it's still going. It's like I'm, it's like halfway over. 
But it's called Showgirls, this movie, Showgirls, and it had Liz Berkeley in it. I remember this movie was one of the most panned movies of all time, like one of the most hated movies back really? in the 90s. People hated this film. It I killed. Never saw it. It basically killed her career. Like, she didn't do anything after this. This was like supposed to say by the bell. She, people weren't calling her, and she's like, I have to do something crazy, something different, something far from what Jesse Spano would do. So she made this movie, which is like gutter, ghetto, Where strip club. She, she's in the movie somewhere. She's, I don't know, it's like a strip club movie huh. where she's a stripper with a heart of gold. She, she has, of course. <laughs> she has an attitude problem, but she's got a heart of gold. She, she's a, she, she's just a good girl. That's all she is. She's just a good girl who happens to strip because she needs money. People do her wrong. And she's got a nasty attitude in the movie. She, she, she can't act worth a shit. It's a very crappy movie. The acting's really bad. It's got a decent enough premise because this was around the time Showgirls came out with Demi Moore. And Demi Moore, just being who she is, carried that movie to a decent, Showing it, it didn't really you know make too much money, but it wasn't panned as bad as this movie was. This movie completely killed her career. There she is on TV now, but this movie completely killed her career. Demi Moore kind of bounced back from strip tease, right? Isn't that the one? Because I was calling this strip tease until I was corrected that this is Showgirls. Actually, I didn't even know the title of it because it, it just kind of played in the background while I was doing other shit. And I looked up, saw titties, and I was like, "All right, you got me." But I have no idea, yeah. man. I've never seen either one of those movies, so I don't I have a fucking clue. But these movies both come out at the same time, so I'm trying to get at And I guess Hollywood had this weird fixation with strippers and like their their lives and trying to make movies out of them. Such and I'm, a, a weird topic to... Yeah. Or weird... A weird movie thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be good. make a movie on that. This is just odd. Because, like, these women have lives. You think about strippers, and it's like, they're not just always at this club, always naked and always dancing, and they probably yeah. don't even like what the hell they're doing. So it's nice that they could go a step further, maybe try to give a storyline, maybe get real strippers' input, and maybe try to build a, a realistic storyline with them. Oh. These are just really bad. It just kind of, it almost glamorizes the whole lifestyle of it. And, of course, you got the sleazy club owners that say their nasty shit, and the guys trying to grab the girls every five seconds. It's like an over-embellished version of what you think a strip club would be. The storyline's not really that good. But still, they had this fixation of it back then. And I was just trying to think of the two movies to compare the two. And I'm like, these are two women. One of them didn't need to do this in order to become a star. Because mm-hmm. Demi Moore was already, she was the biggest star in the 90s at one point. Wasn't she her? I think so. Because she had Ghost she and she had Jane. huge, yeah. She had... Um, she was a huge star. She didn't need this movie. She had other stuff. I just, I, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I don't even... I think the only one I've ever seen her in yeah. was Ghost. Yeah, and Liz Berkeley needed it. Well, she was in G.I. Jane. That was a big movie I never saw it. Oh, <laughs> I it knew she movie. was in it, but I never saw it. It came right after Strip, strip Tease, and they were like, what the fuck's wrong with her? Like, she was like this goddess in that movie, and now she's like this short-haired chick getting beat up, <laughs> lost all of her muscles she gained for the, for the stripper movie with that. And I'm going to give her credit, man. She looked phenomenal in that movie. She Her body was on point. She, she did it. She, she, she did it, whatever she had to do to look good. And Liz Hurley, she looks good in this movie. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just a really horrible... Horrible freaking movie. I don't know. I don't even know why the hell this is even on in the back. What the fuck am I still talking about this movie? I don't know. Probably because it's on in the background. It's on in the background. Going. No, it's, it's on in the background. And, uh, and and I have watched something. I mean, it's not like I haven't staring at the walls all day long. I forgot. Uh, you told me today that the Royal Rumble was coming this weekend, so I'll be watching that. Yeah, I that'll, know. That'll, that'll kill one 10 thing. fucking hours that's on the, Saturday. That's the one thing you really like to look forward to. Like, you love that surprise shit. So I was like, all right, there's something you can watch. We got all these apps well, now. Well, it kills half the fucking day. We got all these apps now. So, so yeah. Have at it, champ. I'll be, I'll be watching that on Saturday. Yeah, well, It'll keep me go. busy. Well, there you go. So at least you got something to watch this weekend. Thank God. Um, I'll, I'll be working. Not that it's anything great, but still, at least I'll, I'll have something on. I'll be working all weekend. So, um, I mean, well, whatever. It's At least it's the weekend time. We're right there, and we're in a new month. February's here, so... 
I don't even know what else to say because before you know it, it'll be December again. We'll be bitching about the holidays. All I want is for time to slow the fuck down. Right when it starts getting warm again, obviously, because I've been daydreaming about that beach. Yeah. I've been talking about it. Every time I leave the house, I've been bringing it up. Like, holy fuck, I just want this cold to go away. I just want to be able to sit out on the beach. Well, it's only, it's, next month it starts warming up, so we'll, we'll be good. I better start warming up next week. That's all I got to Or next month, that's all I got to say. Oh. I can't take this anymore. You ready to get into some days? I know you're ready to get into some days. You got your whole, you got the rest of your day planned out. I, well, yeah, I haven't been able to play video games or anything today. <laughs> Seriously, school it takes up a lot of my fucking mornings now. It does. It's like ridiculous, and they try to change your schedule today, and I'm like, you, you can't do that. This is the fourth time. I'm like, no. Yeah. Kid well, needs people, a set schedule, man. Stop it. These people have no idea what the hell they're doing. These teachers, they really don't know what they're doing. No, it was, it's, it's the it's one a, freaking moron teacher. Yeah. He had us go into some stupid link with all these, uh, I don't know who these other teachers were, to introduce us all and blah, blah, blah. And apparently, like, Jenna was going to be thrown into another class. I'm like, hold on a second. That doesn't even make any sense. Come to find out, it was for 8th graders and not 6th graders. So this stupid, dumb teacher who has no idea what the fuck is going on, ever, threw all the 6th graders in the wrong freaking thing. Mm -hmm. It was a horrible mess this morning. Anyways, so today is January 28th. Well, there you go. Fucking school, man. Yeah. I just, it stresses me out. Okay, it's National Gift of the Ladybug Day. What the fuck does a ladybug give to people? What is the gift? It's supposed to... Well, luck. Aren't they luck? I suppose If you see they. one or if they if you kill land one, on one. If you kill one, it gives you bad luck, or right? If yeah. you land on one. If they land on you, I think. Right. Well, they know, are ladybugs cute. are cute. The red ones say, are cute. They are cute bugs. They're They're not ugly bugs. There's some out there that are just like odd colors. I don't, I don't even know what ladybugs look like, like besides the red and black spots. That's all I know. Yeah, those are cute. Those are the cute ones. I've never seen a regular ladybug. I, they don't bother anybody. And the thing that I like about them is that you don't see them very often. They're not annoying like gnats. No, they just pop up out of nowhere. Like fucking gnats are just the most annoying pieces of shit ever. Flies are the most annoying pieces of we shit ever. We are coming into yeah. gnat season yeah. now. Bees, bees are freaking oh. annoying. Those Pollen's fat coming. ones. Those fat ones that just hang around your house. Like they're a part of a family and the shit. Like who, the fuck are you? Like, like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know who the fuck he is. I didn't invite you to hang out near me while I'm cooking food. I've never I've never once seen a fly eat a burger, so why are you hanging around me, you piece of shit? Okay, it's actual um it's also National Blueberry Pancake Day. Mm. Fucking amazing. Yeah, they are good. So hopefully our buddy in Discord can have some blueberry pancakes yeah. with all sorts of cereal and shit on it. And the, I with bet fucking Skittles on there. And It'd be amazing. Fucking now and later's mixed in. Um, I don't know how the hell you can eat that shit and stay alive. I was looking at it, and what what the hell did he post? He posted something Fruity that looked Pebbles. amazing. Fruity was, Pebble waffles. Fruity Pebble French toast. And oh, I'm French toast. Thinking That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It looked great, but it looks so good. I can taste it. If you can taste something through the screen, sometimes <laughs> it's not good. Sometimes it's not good. That's all I can say. I felt like I was having like heart palpitations. <laughs> I, I feel like I just got a goddamn second shot of Pfizer looking at that shit. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I honestly had no idea what was going on with my insides. I was hyperventilating. It looked so yummy. It did. It looked good. But God damn it, man. There's so much sugar. Like, I start, like this is how people know I care about them. Because I'm like, you know what? Like, maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. 
because that just looks like death. It looks amazing. What a way to go out, man. But holy crap. I just see sugar and I'm like, oh. But see, I like that too. Like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out fucking happy, man. I'm not going to sit here going out eating a freaking carrot or a a Who eats carrots in this house? I don't eat that shit either. No, I'm just saying. I'm not going to, like, no. Give me some ribeyes and a slice of cheese. Give me some ribeyes and a slice of cheese. I'll be happy. I'm not going to sit here and drink a protein shake and, like, no. There's nothing wrong with protein shakes are good. The only problem is they're too good. And when I get high, because they taste like chocolate, and, I, and I'll have like two or three, and I'm like, man, this is great. And all of a sudden, all that protein comes back to fucking kill my stomach. And I'm like, damn it, now I hurt. All right. Now I hurt inside. It's also National Big Wig Day. Big, big wig? Big, big wig, yeah. Okay, so you all walk around like Twisted Sister. And Data Privacy Day. Okay. Fun at Work Day. And National Kazoo Day. Hmm. Okay, those, those aren't very bad. Not terrible. What's a kazoo? The little thing. That little fucking like, whistle oh, thing. Okay, that you play. it's not like the. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. was thinking it was something else. They're, they're very loud, obnoxious. Hmm. And they're very cheap. Like, you, you can get them in a box of cereal when you were a kid. You can get a fucking kazoo, and you're like, ooh, look at me. I'm playing a fucking instrument. Oh, and all okay. you're doing is pissing off the dogs about. in a neighborhood. That's all you're doing. Okay, so January 29th is National Puzzle Day. I haven't done a puzzle in a very long time. It depends what kind of puzzle. Puzzle's very broad. If it's if it's like a puzzle with puzzle pieces, I don't want to do it. But if it's a word puzzle, something clean and neat that I can do on the couch without requiring much effort, then I'm good with that. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I was puzzles. immediately thinking jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, I can do certain kinds of puzzles, but jigsaw, fuck you and your... It's just pointless to me. It really is. <laughs> hey, let's take a nice picture. Break it up so we can put it back together again. Yeah, that's fun. Who the fuck thought that up? It's common for people. You know what I'm thinking might have happened? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking some woman loved art and she had a really dickhead husband who got drunk one night. And was like, fuck you, all these pictures. And he ripped it and threw it on the floor and she started putting the pieces together. And she's like, you know what? I kind of like doing this. And how much money did that person make? And then she started drawing like mountains and breaking them up and giving them the people's gifts. They're like, why do I want a picture you ripped up? <laughs> Put them together. It's fun. And they're like, hey, this is kind of fun. And then puzzles became a... I just made up a story about the history of puzzles. And there's some idiot out there who's probably buying it and going to try to impress their friends with the water cooler at work. Like, hey, do you hear how puzzles were invented? <laughs> like, you fuck, what kind of idiot you get that from? This idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. All right. It's also National Corn Chip Day, mm. which are good. I don't like corn chips. You don't like corn chips? I those are like hate Those corn are Fritos, chips. right? Frito yeah, corn chips. I, hate I them. love them. Because people's feet can smell like these animal chips, and I don't want to eat them. The corn chips? Yeah, corn chips. The saltier, the better. They smell like animal droppings. That's why I don't like them. And National Seed Swap Day. Yeah, I don't don't know. I gave you my seed a little while ago. I don't want yours. Fuck off. Fuck off. We participated. January 30th is National Croissant Day. Just to skip right over what the fuck you were saying. It's Croissant Day on Sunday. There you go, people. You got your freaking days. Croissants are fucking delicious they're so soft they're good if they're hot and right out they're of the so oven. soft mm-hmm. yeah they're so soft a croissant with egg with egg and, and like bacon or like ham really See, good stuff eat just a regular croissant i don't need to it's put disgusting. anything on there and get some ketchup and salt and pepper on that bitch i used, I used to get them from uh what the, what the hell was that coffee shop that i hate so much dunkin donuts back back when i used to eat like food yeah. like regular food i used to i used to stop there once in a great while get my hot chocolate in the morning up there in new york Get yourself a hot chocolate and one of those sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches, and man, it was delicious. I don't know why I liked them so much. It was just so soft that it came out the little microwave. They put it in to cook everything because, you know, it's not really, you know, like, like cooked with love and care. 
and you would just be sitting there like, man, this is fucking good. I don't know what it is. Something about processed food. It's not good for you, but it tastes great. Yeah. All the shit that they put in there, the things that you, I mean, you wouldn't even feed that shit to your dog, but man, it tastes delicious. But still, those are really good days. I like quite a few of those and uh, I can, and I can gel with a few of them. But even more importantly than people having days to live by, it's also someone's birthday out there. Today being Friday, January 28th, I know that someone out there is celebrating all by themselves. Might be sitting in a chair, wondering where their life went wrong. But at least you got one day. You may not have Christmas, you may not have any other day of the year to celebrate with somebody else. But you have a birthday and it's special to you. So here is a present for you from the Voices of Misery and Florida Man. So a man living in Florida was accused of stealing pills. The man who thought he stole the opiates actually stole accidents. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. Peter Emery, 56, was charged with pill theft. The man who thought he had taken the opioid had taken a handful of laxatives in his place. So Peter Emery was caught on video of a house in Pinellas Park. The footage was taken as Emery entered the victim's lockbox. Emery pulled the pills out of an addictive medicine box, although the medicine box had a hydrocon acetaminophen label. There was a quite gentle laxative in the box. <laughs> so at least he got the Walmart brand. So the information obtained by the smoking gun was that Emery swallowed two pills, mistaking it for the hydrocones, but threw them when he realized the pills he swallowed were not hydrocones. He was arrested on charges of a serious crime. So, yeah, that's pretty damn crazy. So they didn't really go into detail about what happened to him afterwards, after uh, <laughs> everything settled, but I'm sure he was in for a very shitty afternoon. So, yeah. Good job. There you go. Good job, babe. Well, very shitty afternoon. You like that job. one? Yeah. You like that one? That was pretty good. I, I, you know, I was working all night on that one. <laughs> I was up all night waiting for a line to say, like, how can I tie <laughs> this word into a lack of story? So there you go, Florida man. He, uh, you know, he was trying to get high, and instead he's going to be sitting low on a toilet for quite a while. Man, laxatives are not fun. I've taken them before, and they are not good. They're just not. They fuck your stomach up. They hurt everything on the inside. Not worth it at all. Just complete garbage. And you know what? This Florida man was trying to just live his life. And there you go. That's what happened to him. So this is... Live so his life by maybe, stealing. That's what he gets. Yeah, maybe keep your hands to yourself, people. That's all I can say. Keep your hands to yourself. But I do want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening lately and, and uh, clicking on the links for our sponsors. We have some more opportunities and things like that we'll be talking about in just a little while here. But first, I want to get into some stories because there's a lot to go over. I mean, it's only been two days since we posted the last episode, and it seems like a lot of shit's been going down in the world. I've already given my prediction about Hillary Clinton taking over the United States and then destroying us, us living in a pit of hell while she sits upon her throne of fire and brimstone and hell. So there you go. That's what's going to happen to us. And before it does, we want to get these stories out. So how would you like to start us off with one of your uh, lovely topics on hand? Well, I'm going to tell you this. What is it? It's not all bad. Oh, yeah. We should never complain about the cold again, Why? ever, because I read this story and like I don't know how these people live. Mm. A marathon in Siberia may have broken a Guinness World Record when runners braved temperatures of 63.4 degrees below zero. Damn. Yeah, that's 63 death. degrees below zero. Instant death. How right are there, you man. able to breathe? How I don't understand how they're not dead. I don't know either. Like, we're I, sitting I, here complaining about fucking 40 degrees. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's so cold. These people are running. I, I don't get it. So, yeah. organizers of the Pole of Cold Marathon in Russia said the start time for the race was pushed up due to the early morning um, on January 21st being so cold. They 
figured that temperatures would go down to 76 degrees below zero. Ugh. That's pretty freaking wild right there. So I don't even know what you do. You, ha- you have to shut everything down. You can't be Well, this out. is Russia, so I'm assuming no, that yeah, they're used Russia. to it. Because okay, yeah. I've always known that Russia was cold. I just yeah. didn't think it was that. That's why they're so tough over there. There's some tough son of a bitches, man, over in Russia. That's why all I they had, do is they drink vodka. They jump off of buildings into piles of snow. I had no idea that they, they got that that's freaking cold. Do. So, like, I'm sitting here feeling like a fucking moron. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. Um... No, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying with you. It's just for all of us in general. Yeah, like, Me too. Jesus we're not Christ. we're not very tough here in the USA. No, we're we're babies because that, that's much. nuts. So Russian runner uh, Vasily Lukin won the pole of cold marathon in three hours and twenty two minutes, and then Marina, the first woman to finish the race, with a time of four hours and nine minutes. I don't I, until I would, she gets crushed by a man becoming well. They don't play that shit in Russia. I don't know, but I would I wouldn't even. Leave my house. So good for these people to go outside and so fucking the, run. So debate them in that. Do you think do you think you're good because you say you're good? No, 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 no. So kid, you take them to the back, and all of a sudden you're bang, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking banging, and some woman screaming in the background. Like, okay, who's next? They they want to play these games that you think you're woman. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no no no! You want to play this stupid shit? You go to U.S. You you go talk to Joe Biden. Yes. Now here you man. Oh <laughs> All right, so the tires of half a dozen police vehicles, and this is just how classy New York is, ladies and gentlemen. We just had two officers shot mm-hmm. while doing their jobs, and this just goes to show the class of these people that live in New York. Not all New Yorkers, obviously, but the woke ones are all like this. So the tires of half a dozen police vehicles, including those belonging to the NYPD, were slashed on Wednesday during a vigil honoring the fallen New York City police officers who died after they were shot by a domestic violence suspect earlier this month. The tires on four NYPD patrol cars, an auxiliary van, and a police vehicle from Darien, Connecticut, were slashed sometime shortly around 6.30 p.m. local time in Harlem, near a vigil at the NYPD's 32nd Police Precinct House. At the times, crowds had gathered around the station. Around that time, the honor officers Jason Rivera and Wilbert Mora, who were assigned to the precinct. They were both 22 and 27 years old. They had their whole lives ahead of them. They were shot Friday while responding to a report of a domestic violence incident in Harlem around 6.30 p.m. involving a mother and her adult son, LaShawn McNeil. Along with a third officer, the pair met with the woman and had begun to approach the back bedroom where they were told McNeil was staying. As they approached, McNeil opened fire and struck the cops down. The third officer returned fire and critically injured McNeil. So that's why being a police officer is a job that I would never, ever want to do because these guys basically showed up to a place they knew there was an issue, a possible escalation could happen, and they went there to help these people to de-escalate. And what happens? The people fighting each other turned on the police and shot Mm -hmm. them for apparently no reason. They were just showing up to de-escalate the situation, make sure everyone was okay. These cops, when they show up to these crime scenes, they're ready to lose their life for people they never even met. Yeah, I, oh, God. And the fact that they got killed while on the job, I mean, sure, it sucks. It does, but it's what they signed up for. I understand it. It's a job that you sign up for. You don't sign up to die, but you know that there's a chance of dying when you sign up for this job. What bothers me is the after fact where there is a vigil going on for mm-hmm. these police officers and these worthless scumbags in New York couldn't stop their bullshit for one hour, one day even, 
to just let them have their moment. These guys are serving your community. They're only 22 and 27, but they were, I mean, still, they're, they're doing something for their community. What have you done? Post on Twitter, bitch. And then you go slash their tires. These fucking people that are there to protect you in a place that needs protection. Harlem. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's horrible. This ain't Beverly Hills. It's fucking Harlem. Not a very nice place to live. A lot of crime. A lot of bad shit. You need these people there. What are you going to do? You're going to run them out and then say what? Oh, look at us. Oh, we ran the cops out. You know what happens when the cops aren't there? Do you want to know what happens when the cops aren't around to protect a shitty place with shitty fucking people like Harlem? Guess what happens? It burns to the ground and everyone's wondering where are the police. And reasons like this is why I hope these pieces of shit that are out there are causing crime and need the police. They just don't show up. And this is how you get to that point is when you start fucking with the police and they say, oh, you know what? Oh, 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 there's a call in Harlem. Oh, hey, you want to go take lunch? All right, let's go. And then they just don't show up. And then why aren't the police protecting us? The same people out there slashing tires are the same people that will do that shit. They're phony. They're fake. They don't even deserve words at this point. I'm done with them. What do you think? That's horrible. I just don't understand why they had to do that. Like, what, is, what purpose does that serve? Slashing a bunch of tires. Like, I don't understand. What, what did you get out of that? I mean, policemen. Yeah, Policeman. it makes no sense. Like, I don't understand. You just had to do that? Like, there are bad cops out there. This is, that's not up for debate, but this is the wrong time. I don't understand how people can be just so ridiculous. Exactly. They're just fucking, just dirty fucking scumbags. Just fucking absolute dirtbags. And this is what happens when you have blue areas under blue leadership. Anytime you have a Democrat in charge of an area and a mostly Democratic mindset, this is the kind of shit you have in these areas. Mm-hmm. It'll never stop until... They get new leadership. These people get old and die out. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's why I think certain states are just completely lost and you know just gone. And when the rest of us get back to civilization, we need to get a giant chainsaw and cut California and New York off the fucking map and just push them out in the ocean and just see what the fuck happens to these scumbags. Seriously. Take the good ones out and say, all right, well, you can come to the south. You can live here. You can live here. But no, you voted for Biden. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, no, I just saw you on video telling some fucking 13-year-old kid to leave this restaurant because they have a mask. No, you're staying on the island, you prick. This is what you want, right? You stay here. Fucking just get them out. Just get rid of these people, man. They, they, They just don't deserve it. They just don't deserve this precious gift that we all have called life where you're only here for such a short time and to waste the hours, the minutes, the seconds that you have on this earth as a human being Doing shit like this to people that are trying to protect you. Yeah, I don't get it. You're fucking worthless. You are a worthless human being at that point and just deserve no sympathy at all. Go ahead and shoot each other in the streets. See if the cops show up. I hope they don't. That's a good way to take care of the problem. Just remove the solution. Police are the solution to these problems. Remove the police. Go ahead. Please defund the police in these areas. Let them all shoot each other. Then we'll go in there. We'll take their dead bodies. We'll throw them out in the fucking ocean and build a society there where people actually fucking have common sense and decency. How about that? You okay? I just got my first rant out of the way. Or is that my second? I don't even know. That's like your... I have no idea. Here's a fun one for you, okay? Here's a fun one for you. A convicted felon who spent 20 years in prison for murder was released after his identical twin brother turned himself in for the crime. Oh, what a piece of crap, brother, man. 20 years. What a piece of crap. Kevin Duger was released from Chicago's Another Safe Place Lives Cook County Jail on Wednesday after a motion for bond was granted. In 2003, Duger was convicted for a gang-related murder in Chicago. His twin brother, Carl Smith, confessed to being the culprit 10 years later in a letter he wrote to Duger. 
I have to get it off my chest before it kills me, Smith wrote in a 2013 letter to his imprisoned brother as he confessed to the crime. So I'll just come clean and pray that you can forgive me. <laughs> By the way, you gotta try these new Doritos Locos Ranchos Tacos whenever you get out. They're fucking amazing. Oh my god. That's I, what he said? I made that part. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm about to like just although, smack you. Although a judge denied a retrial for Duger in 2018, questioning the credibility of the confession... The decision was later reversed by the Court of Appeal. Duger's attorney, Ron Safer, argued that a jury would determine a different outcome given the new evidence of the case. After Smith's confession, prosecutors argued that Smith could only come clean after he was convicted for his involvement in a 2008 home invasion and armed robbery that left a six-year-old boy shot in the head. What they wanted to do was they were like, oh, shit, we got the wrong guy. But he's a criminal, so we got to say we got him for something so we don't have to pay him shit when we release him for the false imprisonment. That's what they were doing here. Luckily, this guy's a scumbag, and he wasn't arrested for nothing. He just served his time for somebody else's crime, but he's a piece of shit himself. So anyway, he was already serving a 99-year prison sentence for his participation. Kevin Duger is set to live in a residential transitional facility for 90 days at a condition of his release, according to reports from the Chicago Tribune. His attorney says he hopes his client's case will not be retried. This case is in a very different situation than it was 20 years ago, the lawyer told the Tribune. I have very mixed feelings on this one. What about you? Well, that brother's a piece of shit. Oh, he absolutely is. Why the fuck? Like, I understand that you want your freedom or whatever. Then you shouldn't Mm -hmm. have done whatever the hell you did in the first place to get your freaking brother landed in there. Mm -hmm. But you sure as hell don't let your brother go down for the shit that you've done. The brother was a piece of shit was going to go down anyway. I can can see why he's like... He's probably like, oh shit, I can just let him take that rap. He's going to go to hell. Well, why have both of us go in jail? Oh my God. Let's let's just let him take the rap for everything. Well, then they can hang out together and they can, you know... Why do you even write a letter? I understand guilt is very powerful. It's a very powerful thing. People will feel guilt. Oh, man. And they have to tell somebody. That's why not many people can hold a secret in life. Because they die to tell someone. You tell someone a secret. And there's they, they might be good with it for a month. Might be good with it for a year. But after a while, they're like, oh, i got to fucking tell somebody. Yeah, my, my stepmother's like that. She can't yeah. hold nothing in. Yeah, and they have to tell somebody. She has to tell someone immediately. Even if you don't know the person or give a shit about the story. Like, hey, yeah. do you want to hear about this person I fucked back in high school? They got married to someone whose brother is a transgender. Yeah. And it's like, it's like so? Do I, I don't care. And they will tell you this story because they have to tell somebody. They have to get it out. Yeah. No matter I'm... who they're telling. This guy <sighs> really fucked up. Because if I was him, I, w- I would have been like, hey, man, listen, brother. Remember that thing that happened? Yeah, well, you know, you would, you know, you'd be in the same spot anyway. So, cheers. This fucked up. And these Doritos I Locos still... Ranchos tacos are fucking phenomenal. I still think that's messed up. Well, what the tacos are? They're good. No, they, him. I haven't had them in years. They should have both gone down. Period. Yeah. For what they each did. That's it. Yeah. Just whatever. Okay. Thinking so thinking about you. <laughs> that's what he should. He should send him a card that says that. Thinking about you. You're such a dick. Hey, I celebrated our birthday the other day because we're twins. Yeah. So there you go. Well, the pandemic is taking its toll on teachers as many states are scrambling to find uh, substitutes. In Texas, a social media rant by one middle school teacher shows that some might be uh, cracking underneath the pressure. Lamar Consolidated's Harry Wright Junior High School has been open for less than a year. And a first-year teacher recently told students she's had enough. If I have to keep going with kids that are complete and utter morons, I'm done. Jeez. <laughs> she said in a video originally sent in by a parent 
and extensively uh, shared on social media. The unnamed teacher is heard complaining about students and venting about the job. Now listen, they all I do find it. this article, I find what she said extremely hilarious. Yeah. Extremely. But she shouldn't have said it to the kids. This is the problem. Like, go mm-hmm. home and rant to your husband or something. Like, I understand. I mean, seriously, I'm I'm sitting in some of these classes and, like, I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. Mm-hmm. You know? But, so I get it. But you don't say it to the kids. It's stupid. So she goes, I want to be fired. At this point, I literally am going to hurt myself if I have to keep coming in here, Damn. the teacher said. She adds she uh, wouldn't help students if they were in need. Like, I have never in my life dealt with kids that are so awful that if they fell into a river, I would let them float away. (laughs) Jesus. She went completely off the rails. Who says that? Who did she say this to initially? The kids kids. in the class. Okay. That's the problem. Like, you keep that shit in a teacher's lounge where it's supposed to be. (laughs) The teacher, uh, or the school said parents uh, trust us with their students every day, and unfortunately the actions of a single person have the potential to breach that trust. The district called the comments disturbing and said the teacher is on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation, adding what she said is not a reflection of the campus as a whole Jesus. and its hardworking staff. So she's on she's on leave right now. I just She just went off for like no reason. Mm. She literally says, I'm going to hurt myself if I have to keep coming in here and dealing with you utter morons. I mean, damn, I get it. I will let I do, you I get drown it. if I see you needing help in a river. I get it. I do. I understand. I'm going to say, like, and I'm not defending what this woman says, no, but I am going to defend her right to like... say it. You don't say it to the people, obviously. Like, you don't sit there and, like, pull somebody over on the side of the road and be like, hey, remember you cut me off back there? Yeah, so, you know what I really want? I'm going to slit your fucking throat and bury you in my backyard, you sack of shit, and then drive off. Like, no, you just keep those things on the inside, boys, the inside party. You don't have to like, like these kids. Right. No one's asking you to like these kids. And everyone has a bad day, so yeah. I get that. It's the point that she went and said it to the kids, which, I mean, save it to get home, mm-hmm. get pissed off, and go on a rant at home or to your best friend or something, and just be like, you, yeah. you these fucking idiots, they're not yeah. listening to me. You know, whatever. Because I get it. Like... I sit there all day in school, and I'm just like, I don't know how I could be a teacher. I just don't. Getting asked the same question 50 fucking times. Every year, every it's, day, by the same kids. You have yeah, that one or two kids in your like, class. Yeah. She, this teacher just explained that. Now we had to sit here another 10 minutes while the teacher explains it again. And I'm just, so I get it. Yeah. Keep it together until you leave the freaking Exactly. Building. That was That's their it. only mistake because every teacher thinks that everybody has a coworker they hate. Yeah. Everyone's got that, no, no that classroom. Yeah. yeah. We knew this when we were in school that our teachers would talk crap about us in the break room. <laughs> we always knew it. We used yeah. to have this one kid who put their ear to the door, the teacher's lounge door, because it was like right in the middle for some reason of like all our lockers and, and whatnot in this one hallway. And I remember the kid would put, put his ear there and then make up shit. Like, oh, well, Mrs. So-and-so said, you're an asshole, <laughs> and then run off, and it was just a funny thing. We used to say shit. But, I mean, you know that's what they're doing. Yeah. Do you, do you think these teachers love your kids more than you do? No, no. No, they're, they're not to do. Do these people think they are? Like, oh, all the teachers love little Susie. No, they don't. They probably think Susie's a cunt. They see the real Susie. You don't see the real Susie. You see the Susie that wants something, Mommy. They see the real one that's around her friends talking all that shit. She knows your kid's yeah. a bitch. But no one will love your kid more than you do. That's why I, I, I don't hold these teachers to some standard where they have to treat our kids like, like, like solid gold. 
No, you teach them the things we send them there for. Math, social yeah. studies, science, history, that crap. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't indoctrinate them. Don't push your political perspectives on them. You show up. You do your job. You go the fuck home. I don't want you touching my kids. I don't want you holding my kids or telling me you love them. You just teach them, and then you go the fuck home and live your life. So the fact that she said this doesn't bother me. It's who she said it, it to. the way she did it. Yeah. The way she went about it. And, of course, all Absolutely. kids have cell phones in class. Of course she's caught on video. Of course. These people and it's all think. over the internet, apparently. She deserved to get caught. So... I don't know. I just, I just thought it was funny because she was probably just having a horrible day and she just snapped. Yeah. <laughs> so probably, She's oh probably she, she, she probably woke up in a good mood. She probably had her favorite Britney Spears song playing, made and her feel got, like a kid again. She probably got asked that one fucking question, yeah. and she's just like, "Fuck, come on, come on." She probably just went through like a twenty-minute tirade talking about something, and then was like, "Are there any questions?" Knowing that there shouldn't be any, right? Because she explained everything so thoroughly about the weekend's assignments, and this one kid's like. So what do we do with the white paper again? And she's probably like, you stupid fuck, I just said that for 20 fucking minutes. And then before you know it, she's just sending these kids I'm up to people you, out of power. There's no way. There are jobs I could never do. I could never be a teacher, a police officer. I can't be anything like that. A doctor? No. Yeah. Well, some people wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and some people need to wake up with some kind of motivation. And that's why this episode is brought to you by the Wake Me Up Morning Podcast. Holy crap, this thing is phenomenal. This is by our good friend Tyler. He hosts the show. It gives you morning meditation and motivation, something that teacher really could have benefited from. Yeah, just, could have. just a couple quick words about the podcast here. And this is the kind of thing that they do over there at this podcast. It's phenomenal. Tyler does a great job hosting it. He's a great host. But if you're looking to change your morning routine and change your life with the only guided morning routine podcast out there, the Wake Me Up Morning Podcast, you can enjoy an inspiring combination of meditation, mindfulness, Yoga and motivation to prepare your mind and body to be at their best. Don't press the snooze button. Just turn on an episode to wake me up. Before you know it, you'll be out of bed, energized, clear of mind, and excited about your day, unlike that miserable teacher. But don't take it from us. Take it from our good friend Tyler himself. Tyler, take it on, buddy. Hi there, and welcome to Wake Me Up, the podcast where morning people are made. I'm your host, Tyler. Wake Me Up is based on one simple fact. How you start your morning dramatically affects the rest of your day, both your productivity and your happiness. And Wake Me Up is designed to be a one-stop shop for a great morning. By using Wake Me Up and changing your morning routine, you can change your life. Instead of hitting the snooze button over and over, or scrolling through a sea of negative news and judgy social media, just press play on an episode of Wake Me Up. You can even start every episode from bed if you want. Most episodes blend mindfulness and meditation, some simple yoga or stretching, and send you off with a motivational bit. If it's morning for you right now, go ahead and pick out an episode. If not, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And either way, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. All right. Thank you so much. I want everyone to go check that show out, seriously, because it, it does help out. It does. The whole tantric lifestyle. You wake up in the morning. You do a couple of stretches. You get yourself motivated, and you wake up. I think it's a, think it's a hell of a thing, and I think more people would be better off, especially that damn teacher, if they would have just woken up on the right side. Of I think the world needs bed. to meditate. I think so, too. I think everyone needs to just chill out. Well, maybe you like need to meditate. Ten minutes a day, you yeah. know? It's funny come out of your mouth because you can really benefit from this. Why? Because you're. Because I bitch too much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I think you need to just. I don't you know. think meditation is going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
think I need something stronger than that. Well, at least we know where to go. <laughs> All right. So I got a good one here for you. This one is a old man who's on the run from the law for over 72 years. You hear about this bandit? 72 years? Good for him. He's a bandit, man. So it turns out that you can outrun the law, but only for 72 years, okay? Police pulled over an 84-year-old driver in the UK this week, only to discover that he never had a valid driver's license. He's been driving all this time without a driver's license. Got away with it. So I'm very curious to hear what you think about this. He's a good driver. Exactly. The retired man who police said had trouble standing and hearing admitted that he'd been driving without a license or insurance since he was 12 years old. Damn. Thankfully, he never had an accident, caused anyone an injury, and never made anyone lose out financially by hitting them while uninsured. Police did not release the man's name or what penalties was issued to him, because they probably didn't, because I, I was a cop, I'd be like, what the uh, fuck are you? No, yeah, no, congratulations, sir. Congratulations, yeah. Like, at what, I mean... What do you do now? He's, he's, There's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. What are you going to do? Arrest him? Make, make him yeah, get his license? He's like, 84 no. years you old. He's leave, on his deathbed. You like, leave him, him the fuck alone and you let him go. That, that's what you do. He's 84 years old. Good for him. Uh, so anyway, they didn't release his name or penalties was issued, but they said his blue mini had been spotted by a traffic camera that's just part of an expanding network, which is identified as it being operated without proper documents. So they so they nailed his car, and it's not the camera's fault, obviously. They were like, hey, this car doesn't have any registration or a registered driver or insurance or nothing. So they went and they found it's out that it's a, it's a ghost car by an old-ass man who's soon to be a ghost. Dude, that's awesome. I think I it's great. I don't have a problem great. with that. Whatever. He, he never caused an accident. Yeah, he obviously didn't cause an accident or get into any sort of trouble He's at the all. safe driver. I'm sure he hit somebody who was probably like, hey, uh, I got some cash here for you. Hey, how about 2000 in cash? Really? You just hit the front of my car and it's, and, and it's probably $200. No, no, no. Take the cash. At 12 years old. You never saw me. Either he's got more skeletons in his closet or he's yeah. really lucky. Because I can imagine when he was young and he knew he was doing the wrong thing. It's probably like, hey, I got cash in my pocket. Just give everyone cash. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to an accident. Here's some cash. Just go fuck off. Kid, you never saw me back in the good old days. But now he's like, Fuck it, I'm 84 years old. If they pull me over, what the fuck are they going to do to me? He's a badass old man. I like this old guy. And yeah, you can't, at this, you can't at this point, there's nothing you can do. I would He's, let him go. I would ask him questions. What the fuck are you going to do? Make him do a driver's test? At this point, he's already done it for 72 fucking years. You don't, I mean... I would look at my partner, whoever, whoever the, the, the police partner was, and I'd be like, look at him and be like, yeah, we're letting him go, but we're going to ask him questions. I'm, I'm like, sir, are you sure you never once hit somebody? Like, maybe 40 years ago, and... You just drove off. You, like, you really went this long without hitting somebody or any accident that would have caused you to trigger up and or something? Nothing? And then I would say, how the hell did you do it? I was like, congratulations. You don't even need a driver's test because you've obviously considered being the greatest driver of all time because you <laughs> never hit somebody for all these years. You don't need to go through the bullshit. You are number one. You're the best driver of all time. I would just give them an unofficial trophy, make it a joke, post it in the news and be done with it. I don't think people would be that mad. If you well, didn't take this man in, he didn't do. He didn't. He, I mean, you, you, that's probably why they didn't. Uh, yeah, that's probably why they didn't release yeah. it because they didn't want the the people. Like, it's still the law. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, but it, you just got to think of it. It's like he's eighty four. There's nothing you can do at this point. He's already done it. If, if he was in his thirties or bars. something, like, dude, okay, come on, you yeah. need a fucking license. He's eighty four. What is he? Obviously, you shouldn't be driving at this point. He's hard of hearing and standing. Can't yeah, stand. at that point, you kind of now you yeah. need to kind of stop. So, yeah. uh, but. At this point, there's really nothing you can. What the fuck are you gonna do? I, man, it's you. You're, that, you're that asking the wrong though. guy. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's pretty screwed up. I think it's great though. You know, and it's better to be screaming at the, you know, you about something else. So I, I figured it was just a different kind of story to bring up. Something interesting that you would 
get a kick out of. So. Mm. Go ahead. What do you got? Well, I got another one. Uh, another idiot where they like to take a <laughs> selfie and have to die just to get it. So a hiker trying to take a photo on an Arizona mountaintop slipped and fell to his death. Mm. Richard Jacobson, who is 21, fell an estimated 400 to 700 feet. I don't understand how we have these stories all the time. I don't get it. uh, He was trying to take a picture uh, on top of flat iron. No, I know why we have this problem. I know why. You know why we have this problem. Because the fucking social media and the like buttons, that's why. People going viral. But listen to the time. At 12.45 a.m. Yeah, I mean, you you never know. You you never know, I guess. And these cameras have pretty good good lights on them, don't they? But it's pitch black out. I, 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 on top I'm of a fucking mountain. They're idiots. I, I guess don't you never understand know. what you're doing. So he just like, like I don't feel bad for you, dude. Like this is how fucking stupid people are. I just, I just don't understand it. So of course his friend freaked out and called nine one one because he saw his friend just freaking fall off a goddamn mountain. I don't know. And they had to heli- get a helicopter in there and get the body out of there. It's well, just like this. I just I get so aggravated reading these dumb ass stories. Like I just don't like people going over guardrails. Like there's a guardrail for a reason. Exactly. You're not supposed to go over this. So let me step over this so I can get the perfect fucking selfie with the goddamn cloud in the background. I, I don't. Okay. Well, how about this? Because I can e- easily take this away from the selfie generation and stupid shit. Because we had this when we were growing up too, right. and there was a show called Jackass before like going viral was a thing. Right. Before there was social media, really, Jackass was around. And that was how you did things. But you would record it on VHS with your friends. And I never did any of that stuff. Yeah, we did this before the show, Jackass. A lot of that stuff we did before oh, really? the show came out. We used to do the thing with, with the shopping place. carts. Yeah. And then, like, push you into, like, a mound of dirt. or and, 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 and I think they did it with snow in the movie. And we did it with snow because we were in New Jersey where we had, like, mountains of snow in certain places where we were. But we did a lot of that stuff, and that was how we amused ourselves. We didn't have that kind of internet. We didn't have YouTube to watch it. We did our own stupid shit and watched our stunts later. We used to record ourselves doing, like, voices and skits and mm-hmm. then play it and, and laugh because we didn't have the entertainment. I mean, I just don't sound like a grandpa right now, but for a lot of people, that's how it was. So people did dumb shit, and I want to ask you this. Do you feel bad for people that get hurt or die doing dumb things? No, no one. Me neither. If a kid, and just like you were saying with the guardrails, if I, if I see a kid doing skateboard stunts from like a long ass balcony of stairs, and and, yeah. and and they're trying to slide down a rail, and they do it for three hours a day, and they got minor cuts and burns and scrapes because they keep falling, and then one day they fall and break their arm, I'm not going to feel bad for that kid because he knows there's a risk and he's doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. People that jump out of a plane for 35 years, and that one fateful fall where the parachute doesn't open and they die, oh what a tragedy! No, he does this shit for a living. He yeah. knows the risk involved. If you sign up to go bungee jumping and your bungee doesn't bungee, and before you know it, you go splat in the fucking ground, and everyone's like, "Well, they went down as a body, and they came up like a fucking pancake when the when the damn uh, <laughs> bungee string came back up." I don't feel bad for that person. Yeah. The reason why I don't bungee is because if I could bungee, the good Lord, the Creator Himself, would have given me the ability to do that shit without getting hurt. If I could fly, I would fly with with, with wings. I wouldn't be putting myself in that position. I couldn't bungee because I. I would throw up. Yeah. There's no way. I don't think that... I think the height would scare me a little bit. But I'd be more worried about throwing up. Because once you you reach all the way down and then you bounce back up, my head would be done. Like, it it would just be... No, I couldn't... I could never bungee jump. 
Yeah. I'd be throwing up all over the place. I'd be flying back in my face. What a mess. Yeah, I, I just... I, I don't know how people don't puke doing that. I'm sure they do, but I, I think Ugh. you're going down so fast that it's that trying to come out. It's just stuck inside you, yeah, or your body's in shock. I just, no, I could not do that. There's there's not a lot that I could do. and I'm just, Maybe I'm just a giant pussy, I guess, when it comes to that stuff. But I, at least I'm going to be alive. I, I don't do dangerous things and then complain because they're dangerous. I, 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 I know my limits in life. I, I know there's a lot of things I can't do. There's a lot of things I can do. So I stick to the things I can do, and I don't try to do things I can't because I know it'll hurt me. I'm, I'm not going to backflip off the top of this house. Sure, I could I, I could go into the motion of doing the flip, and I could look like I'm going to land, but I'd probably blow up both my knees and I can break my damn legs. So why would I do it? But some but some people go out there and they look for those thrills, like, hey, I'm going to go jump in the pool, but I'm going to do it from the top of my house. Everyone record, and, and, and then they fall like a little bit short. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. that's got to be horrible. So it's like, why did why did you have to do that? I guess, I, and that's why I don't feel any sympathy for people that do dumb shit and get hurt. Because you, at this point, you're asking for it. There comes a certain point where you are asking for this dumb shit to happen to you. So I just, I just don't feel it, I guess. I don't know. But I do have a couple questions for you. A couple of topics that are going to require some conversation from you. So I need you to listen. And pay the fuck attention, all right, for once in your goddamn life. (laughs) All right, so this woman, she tried to share her flat by renting a tent on her balcony for $400 a month. A tent on her balcony? Yes, her name, it is a legitimate tent. It is a Like a camping tent. A camping tent on her property. (laughs) And it's ugly. It's like burgundy color. So the woman is only known as Sandra and said it can't be hard to find a decent place to live in Switzerland and expensive as well. This is in Zurich. Switzerland, so that makes a difference. Her flat was so expensive that she tried to find a housemate, but they would only be able to use the balcony and would have to sleep in a tent. And for the privilege, Sanders' new tenant would have to pay her $400 a month, but at least they'd get a view of the starry night sky. The 27-year-old woman said that she would like to live with someone else and reduce my rent a bit. She added that's why I came up with the idea of a tent. She also said she wants to offer somebody the opportunity to live in Zurich on the cheap, adding that in this city, the situation for those looking for a flat is very difficult. Finding an affordable room to rent is almost impossible. She said she's received interest from various people, stating that it's mostly children and, uh, and students who think the idea of living in a tent is cool. Many have written that this is something different. Sandra, however, added that I realize that it might be a bit difficult to find a tenant in the middle of winter, especially since the balcony is not covered. If someone doesn't want to move in until spring, that's fine with me, too. Would you live in a tent for $400 a month? No. What are the rules? I would have to imagine can there can't be Can you use the kitchen? You would have to be able can to use, use the, the kitchen bathroom? and the bathroom. You can would you have to. you sit in the living room? Are you only... Like, I, I don't understand why you have to I be mean, living on the balcony. Are you can allowed, I sit on the couch? Are you in, allowed in the house at all? Yeah, because I, I'm not paying you $400 a month to be treated like a dog who lives outside. Because that's essentially what you are. Yeah, that, You're I, living in a dog house. I would need house. to know more rules. Like, I, I get she needs... Does she not have a second bedroom to rent out? She must yeah. not. It's a flat. What about that weird conversation that you have one night when, like, things are working well? It's been, like, three months. Your, your rent's paid on time. You, you never see this person. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, an inevitable storm outside. And then you're, like, oh, yeah. it's thunder and lightning. It's pouring rain. Yep. You look out. This person's, like, shivering in their tent. And you're inside. And you're a little fucking... Yeah, it's weird. And then you, you, you understand that they might not want to move in until spring. Because it's fucking cold as hell yeah. in Switzerland. What happens next winter? Exactly. Well, I guess I'll see you next time. I'll keep your tent warm for you. Yes, this is... Uh, 
God. What happens if the tent has an issue? Like, let's say if it gets blown away one day when the person goes to work. Cause you, <laughs> or, or do you have to put the tent down when you, can't, you leave the house? I mean, I have so many questions. Like, like what if I have a cell phone and I want to charge my phone? How big is the balcony? Is it, is it wide enough to... Put it was a, a decent sized balcony for a tent, but like you, you're still living in a tent outside for four hundred dollars a month. Is there an awning? Like I was, I need more information. I mean, can she use the mailing address at least? Can <laughs> she use your so shower? Weird. Like, how are you gonna maintain a job? Yeah, a freaking shower. Be like, yeah, uh, can I use the shower? No, you got it. No, I, I think you give me four hundred a month. No, use the hose outside. You, you're already living like a dog. Let's just go full Monty with it. All right. I don't like this idea. It's maybe you can't use the disgusting. kitchen. You it's have disgusting. It's disgusting. So basically, like she's like, okay, well, I'm paying a thousand a month. That's too much, but I can afford six. So I'm going to let them have my balcony for four hundred a month. So the whole house is yours. You you get the benefits of everything in this house, and you pay less. While this human being is living out like a damn animal well, in a tent. <laughs> that, that might not be true. It might the rent might be fourteen hundred. And no. the tent person's only paying four hundred. I don't give a fuck that four hundred. Like, like I don't give a shit. Just let me sleep in the bathtub for all I care for four hundred a month. I'm taking. I, I am inside with four walls and a roof. I'm not getting. I, I'm not sleeping outside unless I choose to. Like, hey, it's a nice night. I'm gonna go sleep under the stars. That's my choice. But I will have permanent residence in this fucking house for four hundred a month. I mean, four hundred is a lot of money. They'd be giving somebody something for 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 that. You know how many people would, would kill to let them... Here, take this room in my house for 400 a month in Switzerland. There's people out yeah. there that, that would let you do that. If well, I maybe, was a single human being and I had a two-bedroom, two-bathroom house, I would gladly rent it out to someone. Well, that's the thing. I need more information because that article didn't... Like, I Not have a lot family, of questions. Though. I have a lot of questions about that whole yeah. situation. No so. one's ever rented a room. Like, with me having a family, I would never do it. But if I was single and had a place, mm-hmm. may, maybe I would consider it. But I was never one who would want to have a roommate, though. I always, like, looked at people who was like, yeah, but now my roommates come in. Like, what? You live with roommates? Like, I look at them like they're fucking weird. Because to me, it is. Gotta have a roommates and share and everything. Because eventually, one of you is going to meet a nice girl or boy, and you're going to move out, and you're going to... And, and and there comes the awkwardness with that whole situation where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but rent is always easier. It's if easier. You have, but... If you have... Uh, like, my, my first apartment was super cheap. So I got lucky, but I, I could see having a roommate if, like, you have, like, some places, it's like here, yeah. holy shit, if you want to go rent something, mm-hmm. if you want to rent an apartment or a condo or a house down here, it the prices are outrageous. Yeah. Freaking crazy, and they don't pay all that much yeah. down here. So, in order, it, like, the cheapest way is to, you have to buy a house, and, like, I don't know. I don't know how people rent down here. I really don't. Because, I don't get it either. I don't understand you the whole need a process. I just don't. I just don't get it because it's always going to be awkward. And you got to wonder when does the party <laughs> stop when you're renting a place with a friend of yours? So like, hey man, yeah, like we hang out on the weekends, and all of a sudden we're like, hey, we're good friends. We can have a place together, and it might be fun for the first like two weeks. But after that, you're like, all right, I just want to live my life again. Like I just want to yeah. be a normal human being. I want to come home, not have to party every night. I don't want a loud place. I just want to come home and unwind. I mean, I guess that's when you like just sit there and like set rules or whatever. I guess because not everybody wants to live in that. Fight. I couldn't. I couldn't live in a party every day house. Tent, I couldn't. In that tent, I couldn't do either. Yeah. Fuck that. All right. Well, a twelve-year-old girl uh, from Texas was rescued after becoming trapped in a sewage drain by two snakes. She was trapped by the snakes, or this rescued by the snakes. Trapped. Oh. This would be my nightmare. Right here. Well, I put it, I, and moving close and then backing up. And I don't understand what the girl was thinking. But the girl and her sister were playing outside when she decided to crawl in a drainage pipe. 
I don't, I, nothing would ever enter my mind about were, going anywhere near a drainage pipe or a sewer. Maybe they were trying to get Georgie's sailboat for him. I don't know. Oh, my God. They obviously never saw it. Or maybe they didn't. That's the thing. Hey, you want to think it's down there? I'm not afraid of it. Why don't you prove it? Oh, God. The girl attempting to, uh, okay, when she decided to go back out because she crawled into the drainage pipe, she came face to face with a large snake. The girl attempting to avoid the snake then made her way past a storm grate to another drainage pipe where she was again confronted by another snake. So she was surrounded. The girl's sister tried to help but didn't want to confront the snake either so she ran to get their mother. The girl's mother tried to lift a storm grate but was unable to and then called police and the fire department. They were able to get her out in about a minute and a half. Fuck that. With the snakes? Like, Yuck! This creeps me out so much. I don't. I understand you're outside playing. Like I, I would never crawl in a drainage pipe. And then she's in there playing for who knows what reason. And then yeah. it's covered. In, there's snakes everywhere. It makes you wonder because they're 12 years old. I mean, at what age of is that stupid? Play. Does that well, stupidity I, leave after yeah. a certain age? Ever? I don't know. You always have stories when you were a kid and doing dumb shit, so who knows? Yeah, but our dumb shit materialized into, like, other things. I mean, it wasn't always, like, things that you know you shouldn't we're do. Like, okay, like, we never went in storm drains because it's disgusting. Like, who goes in a storm drain? She is 12, and she's not playing on her phone. She's outside playing, so I give her fucking a hell of a lot of credit, man. Good yeah, true. for you. You have an imagination. You're outside playing. Yeah, true. Not on a video that. game or on your phone or an iPad or whatever. Like, good for you, man, because I know a couple kids in this house that would refuse to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, good. I think she was playing outside, but absolutely not would I ever enter a storm drain. Never. Not, nope. No. Nothing. Not like something. There has to be, like, I don't know, a million dollars down there for me to freaking even attempt. There's just, I, I would find and no you're reason to do it. a million? I'd do that shit for 10000 there are snakes in there. Yeah, there's also ten thousand dollars. <laughs> fuck going on that bitch. I don't know. I just I can't think of any. Oh my god! I can't think of anything to get. Nope. Not a, not a cat. Nothing. Nope. I'll, uh, I'll put a string down there. Please put your claw in it so I can just lift you. I ain't going down there. See the thing. You. I think a lot of people don't understand about animal encounters is like <laughs> if, if you're running into an animal that you don't see in civilization very often, they're just as shocked as you are. They're not immediately I looking did. to kill you. They're, they're they're freaked out. They're like, wait, what is this? But they're also going to go on attack mode because they need yeah. to protect themselves. I don't need to be anywhere near. They that. can as long as you show signs of aggression. I mean, I've seen certain uh, like encounters on camera, like this one guy. Who was doing that slow backup when that like uh, minx or lynx or whatever was coming towards him because yeah. he got too close to the cubs? That was his stupidity, mm-hmm. and he backed up. Luckily, that thing was like, I, I don't know what you are. I just want you away from my kids. Yeah, and and it was doing the charge thing, like get the fuck. You're not moving fast enough, motherfucker. And that thing was horrified of him. Yeah, and he was horrified of it. That's why he was like backing up. But he did the right thing. After a while, he did back up. And once the animal was like, all right, all right, there's no threat. They took off. As long as you don't show any kind of threat, you'll be okay in these situations. The snakes were probably like, what the fuck is this? I'm just trying to hang out and be a snake. And you're just, what the, what the hell is this thing? They probably thought it was going to kill, you know, the kid was going to kill them. So that's why they held off for it. Luckily, she's okay, though. Hopefully, she yeah. never goes back down again. But Oh, yeah. I'm sure she learned her lesson now. I'm now sure, knowing I'm there's sure fucking well. snakes in there. I'm sure well, there's snakes above the ground, too. I, I, I know, about, and I yeah. don't like them. Yeah. So well, well, we didn't vote for them. Okay. All right. I have to throw out some little political digs now and then. That's what I do. All right, so here's your supernatural bit of the 
episode. So this one is another one here. And I know that you'll probably be all over this. So Carolyn Humphreys and her family first moved into the ancient Rom Inn in Watton under Edge, Gloucestershire. That was a fucking award-winning <laughs> thing. And, and, and I nailed that shit. I fucking nailed the landing right there, dude. That was a hell of a... Like, I'm taking a bow. I got people throwing roses at my feet. Crowds cheering. Everyone's throwing up tins. <laughs> Holy shit. It's nice it. that we give each other props. No, you, you know, know give ourselves props. I mean, I mean, I mean, we make fun of ourselves enough. I mean, one, <laughs> once in a great, you can, these guys are full of themselves. No, they're not. <laughs> you ever listen to this shit? So anyway, <laughs> anyway, after I said that amazing, I don't think I could ever do that again. So anyway, uh, this was back in 1968. Carolyn's parents bought the 1,000 year old property that runs a B&B and the place has seen more than its fair share of unusual occurrences in the decades since. Over the years, the family has come across all sorts of strange and disquieting objects in the grounds of the Grade Two listed home, some of which point towards a dark and violent history. It's understandable why its earnest reputation is one of the most haunted houses in the world. Carolyn's late father, John Humphreys, was the first to unearth piles of bones, with the first discovery found buried beneath the living room flagstones along with a set of daggers. Really cool shit. In more recent times, uh, Carolyn's partner, Mick, discovered more bones beneath the scare case of a ground floor room, including a jaw, spine, femur bones, and a skull. What the hell? Yeah, this, these are all human bones, obviously. They, in the Was it yeah, a graveyard? Or? all over the house. A diviner had previously told Carolyn's father that there were children buried all over the place, and oh the size God. of the bones found corroborate the story. After digging, John found the bones and the daggers buried together, a pairing which implied sacrificial killing. This place has been deemed the most haunted place in the world. Hmm. I I mean, I'm not afraid of anything. Nothing scares me. Nothing freaks me out. And I'm just going to be completely honest with you there. I'm not saying I'm a badass. It's just that I have, I've, I've, I live by one rule in life. You're going to die one day, so don't let anything bother you. Try not to let anything bother you while you're alive because eventually it'll be over, right? This would freak me out enough to the point where I'd get the fuck out of that house. Be like, I don't want to live here. And just out of principle, if people Wait, were what? killed there... Are you for real? If people were killed in that house, I don't want any part of it. If I found but out... How come I, I bring up places all the time around Halloween? No, like you're living in that house. I can visit it. Like I can visit the house. Like maybe sit and play a game of Pinnacle. But, but I'm not going to freaking live in that there. bitch. You, you always tell me, like, oh, no, I would never, like, how stupid, nothing happens. I'm not, like, it's only in your head, your paranoia and crap like that. That's true. And then you're saying that you would be terrified to go see this one place? I wouldn't be terrified to, to see it, but to live there, I'd be, like, a little freaked out because people were murdered in that house. I mean, if, if there were bodies, obviously, in this house. Yeah, why are you digging them up? Like, I wouldn't want to. let them lay there. I mean, if I found a pile of, like, children's bones in the backyard, I'd be like, what the fuck? And then if there were, like, more and more, like, let's say our dog's in the back and all of a sudden, like, one came in with a bone. Like, that's a funny-looking bone. We called the cops or some shit. They tested everything. And it was human remains. And the FBI came here and they found a bunch of bones scattered. Like, whoa, these bones go back to the 50s, the 40s, the 30s. You know, like, obviously we were exonerated. Like, yeah, these bones go back 100 years and on your property. I'd be like, yeah, maybe we got to get the fuck out of this property. There's something weird about that. But... But do you have to... But then again, Unless something happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing with me, like being afraid to go into like haunted houses. I'm not afraid of them because I don't have that in my head already. Like I don't go in with the intention of being afraid of these things because I know it's not real. But people that that swear that they're seeing this shit. Like I have this one person on Twitter. 
who posts some off the wall shit, right? And I'll always call him out on him. I'll be like, "What kind of shit are you on?" I'm like, "I want some good edibles, but I want what you're on, because this bitch will post some off the wall type shit on demons and angels." I've talked about her on the show before. The weird stuff, like, like it's coming back. And then when they find out that my powers go against them, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm fucking high, and I can't follow this shit," right? But anyway, there are some people that just live their lives like that, where they're constantly waiting for something. So they look for any small symbol of what they're trying to see as as, as confirmation that it's really there. I don't believe in ghosts. So I can go to, you know, um, what was that? Alcatraz. And I can spend a whole week in there and not see one thing. But someone who's afraid and like, oh, my God, I'm going to see an Alcatraz. They're going to work themselves up to a point where their brain will put these images in their head of them actually seeing things that aren't actually happening because they get freaked so out so much. how is that different? Then going from Alcatraz to that, the people died in Alcatraz. Yeah, they did, but I don't believe in the spirits haunting. But the thing is, it's like I just would feel weird living in a house where there's because all these there was bodies. a cult there. Yeah, it's just it's just weird to me. Like oh. like I wouldn't want to buy the Marilyn Manson house either because you could buy that house now. They were the talking about the Charles Manson house. Uh, yeah, the Charles Manson. I don't know Marilyn Manson house. <laughs> well, well, listen, they're both horrifying freak shows. Okay, I don't give a shit about either one. Calm down. But still, Ugh. I wouldn't want to live in that house. Not because, oh my God, their spirits are there. Like, no, because something horrible happened. I don't want my name associated with I don't want to raise kids in a house where this shit happened, you know? I think it's Sharon Tate's house. Yeah, but Sharon Tate's house. Yeah. It, it was the Winter Wonderland murders. And yeah. there was a great movie about it. Val Kilmer played, uh, played in it. He was really good but in someone that. Owns the, someone's selling it. Someone was living yeah. there. Who the hell was it? I don't remember who was living there. Somebody famous was living there. Yeah, and, some celebrity. Yeah. Somebody was into Probably Nicolas Cage. He was into all that weird shit. And they're I selling no it because I was like, yeah. whoa, they own that house? Like, I mean, damn. you're not selling it because it's haunted. You're, you're buying it because it's a piece of history. Like, some yeah. people love this shit. There's one guy who hosts some show, and he buys all the weird things that you see. Like, Dr. Kevorkian's kill van, he bought that, and he's got that's it on display. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I want that because of the stories attached to it. Like, how many people went there sick and on their deathbeds, like, just desperate to go? Yeah. And I think Kevorkian is, 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 a, is a hero <laughs> because he helped people that were in pain and suffering. He wasn't on the streets killing people he's not like Fauci he's not a serial killer fucking killing people with something and telling them to do it otherwise they're bad people he took people that wanted to go talked to them made sure this is what they wanted to do and gave them a peaceful way out on their decision their terms I thought he was great and all but I wouldn't want his fucking ban because I mean yeah it's just sad it's something I wouldn't want to be a part of just like I would never want to fucking any kind of football memorabilia where the Cowboys won a Super Bowl I wouldn't want that shit in this house or, or like a Yankees thing or anything with the Yankees involved. That's why you're a Yankees fan and I don't allow that shit in this house. Um, I do. Ha- I have I don't a couple want Yankee things. Shut the fuck up. Horrible times in, in history around me. That's why I don't want this fucking home. Oh house. my God. I used to have a really nice Yankee coat. Man, remember my nice Yankee coat? Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Do you remember the fire that we kept that night while it was keeping us warm? Okay. And we threw it in the- no, I, I didn't bring it down here. Why? Because I never thought it was going to be fucking cold. So there goes my I, we threw beautiful out a lot winter of, fucking... We threw out some good shit, man. <laughs> we threw out some nice clothes because we were like, it's never going to get cold down there. And I'm like, bye. I think I have more winter clothes now. Can't find Yankee shit down here to save my freaking life. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All right, so I got two more stories for you. Okay. How many you got? I'm done. You're done? Wow. I'm done. Let's, let's go. All right, you're done. All right, so I got two more for you. So the last two years have been a bit of a nightmare for everybody, except for people that actually have brains like us. It was just about normal for us, but whatever. But as with every situation, you're always going to get someone who tries to take advantage. That's exactly what one woman did when she tried to fake having COVID to her boss so she can get out of work and go on a big night out. 
Very sneaky. She's a TikToker named Ellie. She thought her master plan had gone brilliantly, as she partied it up with pals in a nightclub until everything came crashing down when she received an ominous text from her boss. Posting from her handle, Ellie Middleton, Ellie shared a screenshot of a text from her boss, which simply read, Where are you? A little weird for the boss to be texting you on your time off to ask where you are, number one. Yeah. That ain't your fucking business. If I'm punched out, who cares where the fuck I am? If you already called out, like you, you yeah. already called in, said I can't come into work, yeah. then it no longer matters. Now, if exactly. she had texted you beforehand because she needed to come in earlier or something mm-hmm. like that, then that's something different. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Absolutely ridiculous. So Ellie replied, telling her boss she was at home and asked him why he was asking, playing along with her lies that she had COVID and therefore had to isolate at home. How come you're out? He responded. Uh oh. That's creepy. Busted. Yeah, I know. But instead of admitting defeat, Ellie decided to go in even harder with a lie and, repli- and replied, I'm not. Why have you even thought that? Her boss quickly replied and said he'd seen her out on one of her friend's Snapchat stories. That's weird. Yeah, like, how do you know... How do you know her friend's Snapchat accounts? Unless this, this is, is all a very really creepy. close, close thing, yeah. Really weird. Anyway, so rookie mistake, Ellie. Rookie mistake. My test was negative. I did one of my mom's PCR tests, and they came back straight away because she works in a care home, she desperately replied. So I went to Lily's birthday party just to show my face, but I could be back at work tomorrow because I'm negative. So this girl's going back to work. The boss caught her out there lying, and now she feels like a weirdo. And I don't know. There's just a lot to this story that I don't understand. Well, she shouldn't have done that, but he's being very, very creepy. Very creepy. Unless he's friends with... Maybe the friend works at the same place, too, and he's friends with them. Like, because I was friends with yeah, my friends manager boss, yeah. on, on Facebook. So maybe it's something like that, and... Well, the she was a little miss popularity. And, and... She was a little miss popularity. She knew everybody's business. Yeah, so... Well, oh, my manager? Yeah, yeah. she knew everyone's she business. She was all up in it, but... Yeah, she's a pain in the ass. Um, so maybe that's how he's... Because I don't... I've never had Snapchat. I don't know how the fuck that works. So I don't... I don't like, know Maybe about if you it. like a video, like a... I don't fucking know, but this just the tiny really bit creepy. that I know about Snapchat because I because I can throw a personal story out there for you because the place that I worked at when I was the manager of all these kids, well not kids they were like in their early twenties and they were basically like all into the tech stuff, and my manager would be friendly with them all and I'm like we got to have this barrier up you can't yeah you can't do this that's why when I became a manager I had to leave my area because I knew all the people I was I was peers with them so I had to move completely far away to do it. And I told her, I was like, listen, you can't be friends with them. There's already rumors about you and shit because you get too close to these people, right? And I guess that's kind of what happened here. That boss might be the quote-unquote cool the boss. cool boss, yeah. That, every, that they're all adding each other on friend books and Facebooks and all this other crap. And they all got this thing going on. And he was probably at home checking his social because that, cause he's that cool boss and saw it. And I was like, oh, he's just, she called out today. Yeah. And they probably all had a good laugh about it. I'm sure nothing serious came out of it. Because it seems like they all have that weird close relationship that I think is inappropriate it's still very, very for bosses odd. and employees. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's too odd. But this is a case of getting too close to your boss. If your boss knows your friends, you're too close to your boss. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's it's you got to keep these people at arm's length. And I mean, it's it's sad to say, but this is life. Everyone's in it for themselves. Unless you got your your little core of people. And I'm sorry, man. Some people out there just love having friends. Some people love having them, and they love being a part of. Of, of, of friendships and things like that, right? But all you need is your inner circle. I got you and the kids and the dogs. That's all I need. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I need in my corner, and I'm fucking great to go for the rest of my life. But some people feel the need to have these relationships, and that's what they do at work. They go there, and they have these relationships, and then stuff like this happens where your friends are their friends, and it's like, this is... Like, at one point, like, when does this become work? Like, it just doesn't feel like work anymore when you tie personal relationships into it. I like pe- keeping people at arm's length because then when you go to work, you feel like you're at work. When you're at home, you feel like you're at home. I think when you blur those lines, it just gets a little too personal. And I'm thinking that's what happened here. They got too personal. Dude, he's a creep. I don't like He him. is a creep. She's lied, but he's a creep, and I don't like him. The end of story. He's a creep. I think Get they're, the all, I think they're all too close. I think they're all too close. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's, it's very odd. And, and then he doesn't just see it and wait until she comes into work, whatever day she... Mm-hmm. He goes and texts her in the middle of the night. Yeah, she's it's at, so like, weird. It's, dude, you're creepy. It's like you're tracking her down. Like, where are you? Like, you already know she's not homesick. You pretend you don't you're even see it. Like, if, if I saw it, like, let's say if I'm your boss and I stumble across something, I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, it's just... I, 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 that's just the way I, This is the way I was. I knew some people would be faking it. Like, uh, like we had this one girl one who hated, she hated yeah. the job, and I was always trying to help coach her up and shit. <clears throat> and she hated the job so much. So whenever she would call out or be like, or like go on lunch and not come back home, or, or, or not come back, she, she would go home and not come back to work. Oh, see, well, that's fucked up. I'd be like, oh, this fucking little cunt, you know? But I'd be, yeah. all right. I'd be like, all right, well, I hope you feel better, you know, even though I, I, I know you're lying, and all the people would be like, this little bitch is just lying, I can't mm-hmm. believe it. You know, what I stay out of that crap. But some people just get too personal with their life and their bosses. I just, I don't know, man. I, I just took it in a whole other direction, I guess. Just now, I think. You think so? I, I made more I out of it. Do you think, getting, no, like, do you think I made more out of it than I should have? No, because this dude is creepy. I think, I think they're all to the blame on this one. I think they all got way too personal. I think that's the problem. Because it doesn't matter. Like, he should have never said anything. Like, I don't know why he had to go, like, what? No, 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 no. Like, dude, mind your business. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I already called out. Like, I'm no longer, I'm not your responsibility. I'm not supposed to be there. I called out already. Like, I don't give a shit what my reasoning was. I said I'm sick. Leave me alone. Like, I mean, man, everyone does that. The only person I think in life that you deserve an explanation to is your spouse. Yeah, that's it. I I would have to say so. I'll be honest, because, like... If I go outside, like let's just say if I leave right now, I stop the show and I leave and I go for a drive and I come back tonight at 9 o'clock, right? Where the fuck you been? No, but if, <laughs> but if my next door neighbor goes, hey, neighbor, I saw you leave six hours ago. Mm-hmm. Where were you? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Go fuck up. It's my fucking life. And I'll tell yeah. him for 20 minutes. But then if you say it, I'd be like, shit, I've been working on the story the whole drive home. Where was I again? Where was I again? Oh, honey, I was doing this. Oh, and I bought you these. You know, I would see. I would answer your question, but I wouldn't answer to them. There's a hierarchy in this world, and I'm in, and I'm at the top of nobody's. But the people in this house, just like they're at the top of mine, you have your own little circles. It's when people try to get out of those circles and try to enforce their will and way of thinking on others is when we get a problem. And that's what you see a lot of now. There's no respect. There's no respect. I respect you. You respect me. There isn't any of that. It's you do what I say. I don't do what you say. And that's what you got too much of in this fucking world. And yes, my edible's kicking in a little bit. What am I? Now you're off on another. What am I, an asshole? (laughs) It's about time. Do you have one of those? What's that? Am I an asshole? I do. Okay, let's go. I do. I do. And and, uh, this part of the show is sponsored by Go Fuck Yourself because I feel good right now. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) Good. Oh, man, I can't believe it's Friday, though. Before I get into the last topic of the year, I can't believe it's Friday already. Our days are going by so fast, it's ridiculous. Do you have any plans for the weekend? I know you're going to watch that bullshit on Saturday, and you'll be watching it alone. Who cares? You just tell me when a sexy lady's come on, and I'll be like, all right, all right, I'll come out and watch for the 
for the women. But otherwise, I'm. But my plans for the weekend, I'm just gonna be working and uh, just doing things for the show. Obviously, I got some stuff to come up. I, I got a lot of stuff to do with this. Um, a lot of things here, and then uh, just work. Really, that's it. That's all I'm gonna be doing this weekend: working and doing shit for the show and hanging out with you and the kids when I get a little free time. But otherwise, it's gonna be a very busy weekend for me. That's about it. What about you? Dude, get to your you story. You got anything? You got anything for the weekend? No. 1883 in the Rumble. Boom. That's it. Easy. That's that's, that's it. it. And probably play playing video games. games. That's it. Man, your life My life sucks. is like fucking amazing. It sucks. So <laughs> it? Mm. That's it. I'll yeah. probably eat. Eat a little bit. Have a couple cigarettes. There you go. Yeah, drink some, some soda. Put some, put some you know. I'm drinking yeah. a soda right now. This that's Zibia. about it. This Zevia Cola is fucking fantastic. Normal fucking day. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty happy the Giants got a new general manager. I'm excited. Joe Shane is going to be a hell of a hell of a thing for us Giants fans. And I'm ready for next year. Next year, I'm all in the football, plugged in, plugged in like I usually am. I'm not taking a year off, even though I took pretty much all this year up until the playoffs. That now I'm paying attention. But next year, I'm back in. Giants are going to be doing it. I can't wait. I'm excited for my team, my boys, the New Jersey Giants. It kicks some ass. I'm excited for it. So we're going to have a good weekend. But I do have a question for everyone out there. Am I an asshole? And this person wants to know if they're an asshole. I know you're ready for this story because I know you love to tell me I'm an asshole all the time. But now it's your turn to tell some person if they're the asshole. This is your favorite part of the show because you're like judge, jury, and executioner nerdette. <laughs> I love these stories. Judge, jury, and execution. Okay. So when it comes to our appearance, some of us may have things we might wish we could change about ourselves. Others will be so confident in their bodies that they don't want to alter anything, and a few might be completely opposed to the idea of any cosmetic work whatsoever, whether it be themselves or someone else. This is the case for one woman who told her partner that they would leave them if they were ever to have work done, and they want to know if they're an asshole or not for wanting the work done. The partner, who was keen to try Botox and teeth whitening, was stunned by the woman's admission and took to mom's net to ask for some much-needed advice. In an anonymous post, they wrote... So my partner of 1.5 years reacted quite badly to me, saying I may want Botox and my teeth to be whitened. I'm in my 30s. I'm not super self-conscious. It's just something that I want. I come from a long line of wrinkly foreheads. I am financially independent. I have a very good job. And I take care of myself. When I mentioned that my sister and I had discussed getting Botox or our foreheads together and our foreheads only, she said she doesn't want to be with someone who has Botox or anything to do with altering the way I look. Including Invisalign and whitening of teeth. We're very inclusive on this show. This is a woman-woman relationship, okay? I just wanted you to know that. She cried a lot and said she's only attracted to people who aren't self-conscious about their looks. So with regard to the whitening, that was the whole, it's a chemical and I don't believe in it argument. I guess it's nice that my partner likes how I look naturally, which is great. I'd be upset if they wanted me, told me to get it done, but I do think, Christ, it's my body. And also, how can someone who loves me threaten to leave me if I get it done? I don't know what to think or feel. So hundreds of people responded to this, sharing advice for the partner. One person said, none of your business, unless you're asking her to pay. Uh, your money, your teeth, your face. Why are you even discussing this with her? Another replied, for reference, I have had Botox in the past. Never told anyone about this other than my mom, who also does it and doesn't tell anyone. There's no need to be broadcasting your business. Nobody needs to consult all around them before getting their hair done. And one other person said, she has no right to tell you what you can do with her body. I don't like how she was crying and making your choices all about her either. She sounds very manipulative and kind of like a bitch. But that woman wants to know, 
Is she the asshole for wanting no. to get this work done? No. I don't understand. It's her body and it's her money. Why yeah. can't she do what the fuck she wants? Yeah. Seriously, am... it's her body, her money. Yeah. It's not like she's asking her girlfriend or whatever to, to, to pay for it for her. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, it's none of... No. No. I don't... I'm 100% down with you on this one. I am like, so with you. And if the other one doesn't want to be with you after you had, like, Botox and teeth whitening, then fuck off. Goodbye. Pretty much. Sorry. Like, th- th- you have to feel good with how you look. Like, I don't get it. She's paying for it herself. She's not, like, I don't know. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, the whole thing is... I don't understand what the problem is. Why, why is this... Botox, I get it. I, I do. It's not something permanent. But like it doesn't Botox matter. It's her body. Yeah. Whatever she wants to inject into her body or do to her body, she wants to go get a freaking tattoo on her face. That is her decision. Her money, let her do what the hell she wants. I don't understand. You don't think it. a tattoo on the face is too extreme? I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I mean that's kind of do, extreme. But she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Even even if she chose to do the tattoo on the face, goodbye. But it's then, my body. But the other person does have the choice to say, listen, this isn't my thing, see you. Right. Okay, so, I and mean, then goodbye. Now, I wouldn't say the other person's an asshole for viewing there. I don't think there is an asshole in this opinion. Because I can no, see I someone saying, I can see someone saying, like, hey, you know what, like, I, I don't like that look. What if you like the way someone looks and they're like, no, I think you look fine. You don't need this stuff. Well, I want to do it for my own self. And it's like, well, I got to look at you. I mean, like, there, like, there's that conversation we had, too. Like, I don't want to see you turn into a cat lady because that's what happens to Botox people. They turn on the freaking <laughs> they cats. They really do. Like, no, honey, like, I kind of think your wrinkles are sexy. I think this is nice. I like the way you look. You, you look more mature. You look aged. Let's just age gracefully together. Oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I, I don't think either one's an asshole. I, I, I get both sides of the story. Like, I don't want to see it. Like, if you told me right now, hey, hey, you know, I like that Mike Tyson tattoo on his face. I'm going to get the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair purple. The parts that I'm keeping anyways, I'm shaving the rest off. And then you say you're going to do this. Like, fine, it's your body. You can do whatever the hell you want. But uh, send me a postcard because <laughs> I'm getting the fuck up out of here. And that's the thing. because you could Sure, that's you could do what you want, but I don't have to deal with it. That's basically it. And I don't no, see don't. either one so being goodbye. wrong. Don't yeah, let no, the door exactly. hit you on the way out. Yeah, well, it wouldn't because I'd be running so go. fast that I don't have a chance to shut. <laughs> My shit's already packed. I already leave a bag by the door. <laughs> There's always a bag by the door in this household. This Both of us. We all have bags by the door. The kids, us, the dogs got a bag packed. That's so not true. We all do. But there's no there's no decision to be made here. Like you do what you want with your own body. Yeah. Like whatever. Exactly. <clears throat> like I don't I don't see what the big deal is. I really don't. Certain things should be talked about as a couple though. Like if like if there's a face tattoo, obviously that person's gonna look at it and be like, No, I don't want this. <laughs> I mean I mean we have kids here, I mean like how She does didn't that mention look? anything with kids. She didn't mention Well, I, well they can't have kids. You, they can adopt. They can adopt. They can adopt. They can, they can adopt. go get um. I know, I know. Get procedures and stuff. I know, them. and I would rather have them have the kids than some fucking scumbag who's going to throw them in a dumpster. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. But, obviously, I mean, this is whatever. Like I don't understand why the other one's no, got such I a don't. problem. Like Botox and teeth whitening. Like give me a break. It's not like she's. At, I really don't. But understand. this woman likes the way the other woman looks without well, it, fine. which is very sweet and but, admirable. I I like that. I like. You that also answer. have to like yourself. I, I I agree. See, I mean, like, there's things I wish I could change about myself, you know? <clears throat> I hate being stared at so much because I'm so goddamn good looking. I would probably change that. I mean, if I had to change something, I would probably change that. Oh, my God. No, but no, I'm, I'm being serious, though. Like, there, there's something that everyone does hate about themselves. And if you want to change it, you should. But if you got someone in your corner saying everything's fine, then maybe you need to listen to them once in a while because... When you start screwing with things like that, it, it, it can get addicting. Oh, well, I would never do it because 
Just no. no well, it can get addicting like, too. Those they, they love that shit. People that do it, they don't do it once. A lot of them they're like, "Well, they keep doing it." They start and then they can't stop doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, good for you, man. You do you. Whatever. It's just not, Some people, not for me. They see a little imperfection. If it comes back, they're like, "Oh, I have to get rid of it." And then they start seeing things that aren't really there. They get that idea put in their head where they're uh, imperfect or disgusting, and they just got to keep on altering. Like, what happens if you're getting the forehead jab? You're like, "Wait, there's a wrinkle by my ear. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that skin by my ear removed or whatever the hell." And they get tucks and things taken from here. Then they see the double chin. They're like, "Wait a second, I got to do this. I got to do that." And they start doing all sorts of crazy shit. Before you know it, you're looking at a whole new person. Tens of thousands of dollars later, this taken away, that put in, this taken away. It's like, fuck that, man. I don't like it. I, I prefer aging gracefully. I would prefer if everybody just did it. Just everybody look the way that you're supposed to look. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of makeup. I'm not a big fan of any of that shit. But, that, but that's just me. I just, I, I just feel like women are more beautiful <laughs> without it. Because the, the true beauty of a woman is the one who wakes up looking just as good as they do when they go to bed at night. Whatever. I think so. I, th- I think so. Do you think Jennifer Anderson goes to bed looking like that, or wakes up in the morning? The or wakes up in the morning? I would hate to see that bitch's face in the morning. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Oh man! I can imagine. Holy shit! But I can also imagine what people look like in the morning when they wake up and their favorite show's not there. That's why this one's gonna be posted up very early. So, good morning to everyone on Friday. This is a hell of a day we're gonna be having. Hell, hell of a weekend. We're going to get through it. They're going to have some blueberry I promise pancakes you. today. Blueberry pancakes, yes. They're going to start the morning mm-hmm. off right. Have some blueberry pancakes. And uh, don't get too close to your boss later. They could turn out to bite you in the ass. <laughs> don't go digging for bones. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Oh, Tell them where they can find us. <laughs> they can find us. Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery uh, at gmail. No. Something like no, that. No, that's not right. Voice this is the first time. You fucking dropped the this ball. This is the first time in like a year I fucked that oh, up. Man. It's it. Voice of Misery podcast uh, at gmail.com. Gmail. And no, I'm not drinking. Check out I'm the just sponsors of the show. Please. Apparently checked out. <laughs> Some great sponsors, everybody. Check them out. They keep us going. And uh, we'll keep you going. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs>